by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 471 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage, although I've always fancied being called Barton Stacy in a 1950s US detective kind of way, with Fenny Bridges as my trusty secretary. Anyway, over the course of the next hour, give or take, probably give, I'll be playing you music that I guarantee that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
Well, that's it, isn't it? I'm it's downhill from now on in. After playing Turbo Negro at the top of the show, I've got nowhere else to go. Unless it's Def Leppard with All Time Higher, a song that sounds suspiciously like they've been listening to Nothing's Alright by Demolition 23. <laughs> To be your savior But I'm a poster boy For bad behavior I'm on the edge It's a long way down Living out loud At the speed of sound I can hear you calling out my name You tell me that fate is calling All you see is darkness falling Don't let go, don't lose your grip Fire and ice at your fingertips Can't you hear me calling now for more? You knock me out like a wrecking crew Come back on my feet and all over you
It's been three and a half years since Turbo Negro released Sexual Harassment and I was pleased as punch when Hot for Nietzsche was unleashed a couple of weeks ago. I do know, however, of quite a few people who regard the material the band produced pre their resurrection as classic Turbo Negro and anything that came after as not really in the spirit of the band. But I have to disagree. Admittedly, the band might be more power pop musically than death punk, however lyrically no change there then Def Leppard now there's a band with more tragedy than a Shakespearean play growing up I loved everything they released from 1980s on through the night until 1987 and hysteria poo-pooing Jeff Barton's sold themselves to an American dream article come on let's face it if the Yanks caught on big time before us so what the Ramones were bigger in the UK and Europe than in the States. I even scoured record fairs for the withdrawn First Strike LP that was put out by the band's original management before a cease and desist order was served. Did you know that Rick Allen didn't drum on the band's debut recording, but was in fact Frank Noon, who went on to play with Bernie Torme and Everton Williams in the Electric Gypsies? You did good. For me, it sort of all went pear-shaped with Adrenalize. The only good song on it was uh, Let's Get Rocked. From there on in, after a quick listen to their subsequent releases, I avoided them. Nothing to do with the advent of grunge. It just seemed as if the band had lost its direction and purpose. A few years ago, Mrs A and myself saw Def Leppard along with White Snake up at Wembley Arena. We left about three songs into Leopard's set, as it seemed to be all show and no substance. We're seeing Def Leppard once again with Whitesnake on the 18th, but after hearing the band's new self-titled album, I think we might stay a bit longer. Here's The Damned with Antipope, the original which can be found on their third album, Machine Gun Etiquette, and first for Chiswick Records. It's such a great drum and guitar bass-driven song, which was written by Captain's brother Phil. <laughs> Change them, behavior. There's so many people that we can dance against, but the fellas are 
version of Antipope you just heard was a combination of the one originally found on the aforementioned Machine Gun Etiquette with Joe Strummer and Topper Heaton, who were recording the London Calling album next door, providing the percussion in the middle and the fiddling about version, which can be found on the B-side of the Ain't No Sanity Clause 12-inch, which was released in 1983, featuring Andrew K. on violin. Now, I think I found an alternative to my lack of iPod. I did toy with the idea of a Fio that took 228 gigabyte SD cards, but online and YouTube reviews weren't that promising. So I have ordered a X-Duo X3. Like the Fio, uh, it takes two SD cards, but only uh, 80 quid and reviews are favourable. In the meantime, I've just been banging albums that I wish to hear on my way to work on a memory stick and plugging it into my car's USB socket. The downside is the display on what you're listening to uh, isn't that clear. To wit, instead of copying over Psycho Punch's brand new album, Sweet Baby Octane, it was smashed on arrival that I've been inadvertently been listening to for the last week. With me thinking that the album really sounds familiar in a deja vu kind of way. I put it down too hard to belong sounding like the Ruby News rock and roll is dead well of course it sounds familiar I've been listening to it for the past 11 years what a Norbert here's I've been around from most definitely sweet baby Octane
that is at the moment going hand in hand with Psycho Punch are the Carburettors. Albums released on the same day, a split single, touring together. Fortunately, I did have their current album, Laughing in the Face of Death, on my memory stick and not one from their back catalogue. And like their Swedish counterparts, our Norwegian heroes have yet to play the UK. Surely the pipeline is calling. This is Water Into Wine. On a devil's gasoline So all I need to keep my motor fleet Going out tonight Nearest fire sight All fueled up on a devil's gasoline I'm gonna find a man to turn water into wine I'm gonna find a man to turn water into wine When I do, I drink it like O'Brien going to play on episode 469 but ran out of time well the wall block radio listeners sort of had to have it edited or faded out when you hear someone mention the spanish coastal resort of benedon packageologies drunken brits and the british sitcom of the same name come to the fore benedon might be a nightlife hotspot but not a hotbed for musical talent all right 
White Coast Rebels do spring to mind, but with all due respect to them, I view them as a band that caters for the more tourist end of the rock market. Q, The Dog Beats, a punk rock old school band, according to their Facebook cover picture. I always have trouble with the term old school punk. What does it mean? The Dam, the Pistols and the Clash all sounded different, as did the new wave bands that followed. The DB Brigade, I guess, did sound start you know generic but back in the day discharge and gbh certainly did it for me the dog beat sound has raided a little bit here and a little bit there from all of the above uk subsea with some discharge drumming is my take the band's latest album rock and roses and army is free to download from their Bandcamp site out of 12 two are sung in spanish but one i'm going to play you is the last track on the album in english and is called dog beat asian <laughs>
Right, as we're almost up to the halfway mark, that's right, Wall Rock Radio listeners, I'm talking to you. For everybody else, partaking on either theparanoidscrew.com or theparanoidscrew.podbean.com, I can see this week's episode easily sailing past the hour mark. So, I better crack on with some more new music and hard action with Tunnel Vision, which is the B-side to their bootleg booze 7-inch, Hands Dripping Red, which is due out in February.
The hit Priest and Billy Hopeless's split 7-inch has finally landed on the doormats around the world. However, having already played Wide Amped Scald by the hit Priest and both versions of Billy's Guttable, two versions I hear you cry, yes, first time around I played the wrong mix. So the following week I had to play the right one. Uh, I'm going to play you the hit Priest's new track for Life Till Death. As it was announced on Wednesday, and that was the 2nd of December, future and non-wall rock radio listeners, that the band were joint winners in a song competition run by a comic called The Humans! Exclamation uh, mark. I've never read it myself, as I stick to The Amazing Spider-Man and The Beano. But apparently, it's about ape biker gangs and riding choppers, having sex, killing each other and taking a drug called Spasm. The song title is The Humans Club motto and is also the first ever Lee Love Austin Rocket joint venture, which sounds... A lot like this. emerged on the interwebs last week that Ginger Wildheart's birthday back next Thursday was being postponed as Ginger would be in hospital. Obviously, health and well-being trumps a gig any day of the week. Let's hope Ginger is all ship-shape and Bristol fashion and back to rude health before too long. In Wildheart's-related news, Danny McCormack's new band, The Main Grains, who also feature guitarist JJ from Spill 16, Whiskey Haze, and Ben, modern-day Dukes, along with drummer Gina, Psycho Babylon and Fluid have just released onto a suspecting public their first song called Unscrewed. Danny's new outfit are self-described as Northern Punk and Roll fusing Spectre-era Ramones to trademark Wild Hearts yo-yo sound, with an added hint of Blondie, and are already booked for next year's Camden Rocks Festival, which although I have already bought early bird tickets to, I know is going to clash with my daughter and Capital Radio summertime ball up at Wembley. <laughs> Thank you. 
Wild Hearts Interconnectedness, the Drama Club Rejects, who sports Stiddy on drums from obviously the Wild Hearts, Jellies and whatever, along with Nick Parsons on guitar and vocals from the Almighty and Nash and Stesh on bass and guitar respectively, have, like the main grains, just let loose the first fruit from their foray into the recording studio. A five-track EP is due out early next year. But to wet our appetite, the band have just released the first song off it called Hate Song. I don't 
What with the news that the helicopters are playing a one-off date next year, their Facebook page has seen a marked increase in activity. Not necessarily helicopter-related, but the if you like the helicopters, you'll like this band, that band, and my band kind of post. One was enthusing the scumbag millionaire, who are a four-piece from Gothenburg, Sweden, actually, who play enraged and fast-moving, cooking with gas and grooving punk rock. Well, that sounds good to me. The band has a self-titled five-track EP available to purchase from the Bandcamp site that was released in August last year. However, it looks like the band is all set to release a new album next year on Side by Side Records. With this track, Gotta Move, first out the gate. seems to have been away for years missing in action are Malmo's Royal Republic with their last album Save the Nation coming out way back in 2012 although I did pledge for their acoustic CD at the end of 2013 well all that is about to change the wait for new material is over the band is all set to release their third album Weekend Man at the end of February with the track When I See You Dance with Another already available for us to enjoy come on with another when I see you dance with another I can't bring myself not to bother when I see you dance with another when I see you talk to another when I see you talk to another I got 
dance with another When you put your hands on another I can't bring myself not to bother When I see you dance with another When I see you walk with another have just released a brand new album called It Will End In Tears but I have to state that this lineup is the legal official one that features Tim V Ian Whitewood Paul Brightman Neil Harris and Billy Wood and not the Jimmy Percy Dave Tragana Dave Parsons and Robin Guy lineup that technically has three classic Sham members as opposed to no original members although Neil Harris did co-form the band with Jimmy in 1975 and drummer Ian did start out drumming in the Percy camp back in 1986 with Dave and Matt Sargent but then Jimmy and Matt left to form Day 21 with the Rev and Schnell from the Towers of London subsequently Dave and Ian decided to carry on with a new vocalist in the form of Tin V with finally after a few false starts Billy Wood on bass not before Dave Parsons left to hook back up with Jimmy and co and I've just lost the will to live at the end of the day uh, it's all about the music that matters so is it'll end in tears any good to be honest I only got the album yesterday and I haven't had a chance to listen to one song. Song titles, yes. Actual music, no. So uh, I'm going to pick the first song, which is called Attack, Attack, Attack. Yeah. 
Sounded all right to me. And using the 21st century television intro from Captain Scarlet. What a novel idea. I wish I thought of that. Right, you're listening to Armitage. That's me on the Paranoid School Rock Show, as if you didn't know. Part of me, though, would like to see, even though Robin Guy is a mate and a fantastic drummer, Ian rejoin Jimmy and Dave's version of Sham Six Times. It's not going to happen. Too much loyalty. Talking of loyalty, ought to be precise. The loyalties. Rich Rags, as well as being in the role models, is also the guitarist in Deadbeat London. Joining Rich are Faith Millen on vocals, Liv Airy on bass, with Philip Smith on drums. No, not me. The other younger, more tattooed Phil Smith. I do believe the track by them I'm going to play is their first, which also had its knobs twiddled by top producer, all-round Mr Nice Guy and shush, guitarist Andy Brook. So let's hear it for A Good Boy Is Hard To Find by Deadbeat London. Wall Rock Radio listeners... See you next week. Like a tidal storm, it came in flux 
Finding new bands and new music, I'm sure you're well aware of that. With the Whip Shades being the latest band to fall into that category, the band are Norwegian, hailing from Fredrikstad, and out of the three band members, I can only pronounce guitarist and vocalist Glenn's first name. The rest, forget about it. The band have been playing fast, loud, and primitive rock and roll since 2011, with their first release, the Where the Hell Would I Be Without Rock and Roll 7 Inch, coming out in February 2013. Three months later, the live single, Live March 28th, 2013, which is free to download from their Bandcamp site, was also released. Fast forward to last Friday, that was the 27th of November 2015, future and non wall rock radio listeners, the band's latest four track offering hit. Bandcamp. Four tracks for four dollars. How possibly could you go wrong? This is track three, stuck between a rock and a hard place. It's hard. 
talking of November the 27th, as we were, I spent the afternoon of the 27th up at the Virgin Money Lounge in Eagle Place, which is just off Piccadilly, listening to Richard Strange being interviewed by Peter Cook from the Academy of Rock, who did something similar with Bernie Tormay at the end of October. Now, I knew that Richard Strange, ad kid in the middle, was the main man in the Doctors of Madness through his association with the Damned, namely he was the best man at Dave Vanian's wedding, and when the Damned split for the first time in 1978, Dave joined the Doctors of Madness. But apart from that, and Urban Blitz was also the violin guitarist, I knew nothing else. A good opportunity to find out more, I think you'll agree. What a fascinating story Richard had to tell. He was even in the last Harry Potter films as Death Eater, and what a generally lovely man. By the end of the Q&As, my wallet was out, and money for his autobiography was put before him, which he duly signed the book, not my money. Uh, I'm going to finish this week's show off with a snippet of Peter's interview with him, my question that I put to him, and the only Doctors of Madness recording that features Dave Vanian, which is called Don't Panic England, that was co-written by TV Smith of the Adverse. The track was recorded for the Doctors of Madness third album for Polydor, Sun of Survival, which came out in 1978, but never made it onto the original release. It did, however, find its way onto the Ozit Morphis 2002 CD reissue, catalogue number OZITCD 0046. Until next week, take it easy. It's a song that uh, I think probably almost uniquely got the band from the BBC, a lifetime band for the second time. Um, <laughs> What happened was that I got a call from a researcher from the, uh, the Today programme on Radio 4. So we've heard you uh, have written the song that features Cherie Blair uh, in the lyric. Uh, and so does George Michael. Now, George Michael was otherwise engaged in an uh, uh, altercation in uh, a park in Los Angeles. Uh, and so they said, would you come in and sing your song? Uh, because we put two and two together and rather disastrously come up with five. Uh, and decided that Cherie um, Blair is uh, now an erotic rock icon. I said, have you heard the song? No, 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 it'll be fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking this poor researcher uh, is really going to get erotic. Anyway, I went in and they said, we'll interview with you when you come in. And just tell us I got there and it was James Nochte and Edward Sturt. Uh, and they said, look, we're running a bit late. Will you do the song first and then we'll fill in the interview up to the, uh, up to the hour or whatever. And I'm thinking, guys, are you sure about this? Uh, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. People are having their breakfast. You know. But they were sure. So this was the song they got. It's a song called You Will Die. <laughs> <laughs> This dream a little while back I was sharing a needle with Scylla Black I was doing speed and she was doing smack Then she went down to Brixton to score some crack I said, oh now Scylla I know right now you hide One day, Scylla you would die In a solo sex club with Tony Blair When she reappeared at the top of the stair I said, Tony, I gotta have her He said, don't you dare But by then, I was down to my underwear I said, oh now, Tony I know you think you can fly One day, guess what? Tony, you will die <laughs> At which point, poor James, no 
that's when you said, fucking hell, man, I'm dying of thirst. If I don't get a drink, I'm gonna fucking burst and grab the wine and wafer. That's why he's cursed. I said, oh shit, Dave. Let's not fall out of high. One day, Dave will die. I said, oh man, I'm gonna take Like the sheep, the shark, and the fly. Poor James Doxy's face is puce. anything remotely like that, uh, which is why we let the Sex Pistols support us, you know, because uh, the Sex Pistols would not be an easy fit on most bands in 1975-76. What happened though, like every sort of music, it ran its course and it sort of ran out of steam and it became, for three years it was the only gig in town, punk rock, every record company wanted the, they wanted the jam, they wanted the Susie and the Banshees, they wanted the Clash, they wanted Buscar, and then they wanted Eater and, and Slaughter and the Dogs, you know, all these bands, of course, uh, 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 even smaller footnotes in pop history than the Ducks of Madison. Things have a natural life. Um, there's nothing more tragic, I think, than, than trying to squeeze another couple of years out of a band that's finished. You know, you look at the back pages of the Evening Standard now, Every band that needs to uh, raise a bit of money is on tour again, because you can't make your money from selling records anymore. So they're all out on tour. They look awful. You know, <laughs> it's pointless. Um, there's nothing. I saw um, Duran Duran. I was doing some festivals this year. I saw Duran Duran at um, uh, uh, what's it called? Festival on, on, on the Isle of Wight. Fantastic. When they do in retro, they uttered those deathless, terrifying words. We're going to do something off our new album now. No! You know, why? Why wouldn't you end your do anything off anyway? And who would want to hear it? You know, that's not why we're here. Huh? What's it called? Rio? Well, I don't know. Rio Ferdinand? I don't know. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, Dave Bain was an amazing merger with Richard. I saw him a few times actually. and there was actually a synergy between you. I mean, real synergy, wasn't there? Well, it, I, it just fizzled out, didn't I, it? I, I was a singer with the dad for days. Oh, yeah, like, okay. When he, could, that. when he could do it. But, um, no, I mean, that was just, that was, that's just morbid, really. That was just like a, a, a case of treading water. You know, like, where do we go from here? Because I, I didn't know. And what I did was start with the tape recorders and just reconceptualize what I was doing. Um, because I thought, I've done that, and I don't want to be doing that anymore. I don't want that thing with a band of being in a van, of being in a rock club, it doesn't matter. There's a band on tomorrow, there's a band on yesterday. You didn't want the martial amps, did you either? What's that? You didn't want all the architecture of rock either. No, uh, no. It's, it's a more an art thing than the yeah. plugging your equipment in thing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah.
to keep my distance But something 